This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. Oh, Will, we haven't recorded on a Monday in a while. We've got yeah. so much to talk about. We thought we'd better jump straight into a studio. Yep, um, and we're in a studio where the Brisbane mm. Triple M Breakfast Show, we're like sharing their screen. Yeah. So of all the monitors around the studio, I can see uh, what their current topic is and all the phone people that are calling in and... One triple three five three. How'd you lose a limb? Is currently the, <laughs> the disappointing thing is because on my screen over here, I get another screen from the Brisbane Breakfast Show. Yeah, and that topic is is stealing from a hotel. Is it actually stealing? But that's so, a great topic. Well, though. we had a whole show planned. I pinched a toothbrush over the weekend from Tokyo. Did you? Did you <laughs> not really? Not stealing. No, not stealing. Just at all. quickly, how'd you lose a limb? I don't know if I can see that topic going in a direction that's really funny. No. Or is it just like is I that, had yeah. I had gangrene. Is it? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had an accident with a whiffer sniffer. Uh, or it's just, oh, I had a car yeah. accident. Um, yeah. Is it just three three of those? Anyway, here. Like your chances Here's of, Led Zeppelin. Look, <laughs> should we lift the curtain a little bit? Yeah. I think that, indica- you know, in most radio circles, and I was taught this when I first started. Okay, here we you go. Want, this is a lesson, is it? You, you want three... Three calls makes a successful talkback topic. Yeah. So if you, if you put something out there on live radio and you get three calls... And that's a tick. Yeah. When you go with, when have you lost a limb? Yeah. And how did you lose it? You've narrowed your search. Re- really. Your chance of getting three good calls is quite thin. I think for a, for a topic like how'd you lose a limb, I think if you just get one blockbuster bloke with a funny story, but even then it's not that funny. He's got to live with that. Yeah. And like, I imagine when that moment that you do lose a limb, yeah. like that would be up there with the most traumatic moments of your life, I think. I think, I think the humor would be sucked out. Yeah. <laughs> like when you wake up in hospital after on a morphine drip and you look down and there's no left hand. I mean, there's not much fun in that. How did they land on the topic? How'd you lose a yeah. limb? Is and there any topic? If it wasn't Like if it wasn't a traumatic experience, it would be cancer. And that's, yeah. that's even... Sadder. And we all know cancer's not a funny topic. No. Anyway, so maybe, yeah. actually, we'll put calls in with the Brisbane Breakfast Show and reckon, find out how it went. If Did they get many calls? I reckon it went well. Do you think? Yeah. You're going out on a limb? <laughs> I think it went now, badly. speaking of bad jokes, mm. you <laughs> recently had an interview with <laughs> You tell me went very well. I People say that I don't deliver for this show, that I'm not taking it seriously. That, you know, I'm not concentrating on it, that I've stopped getting big guests on the show. Because yeah. there was a period of time where we had Warney on the show one week. Remember we had Ronaldo? <laughs> yeah, the fat Ronaldo. That just dawned on me. Yeah, we had Ronaldo on the show. Uh, you, you went out there and organized that. Yeah. No, uh, no I organized it. You went out there and did it. Yep. Um, we had the cheese platter guy. Yep. There was just We've a, had Merv Hughes on the show. Merv came on from India, I think. Or, yeah. No, where was he? He was somewhere watching the cricket. He was. He was in India. Yeah. Yeah, we've had some big names. Big names on this show. Geez, we sell it short sometimes. Yeah, we do. But it's sort of, look, to be honest, it's fallen off recently. Yeah. Our ability to pull the big guests has dwindled, and I think that's because we're not concentrating on it, Will. Well, we're rarely in the same building together. That's we the are. problem. I know. The timings are a lot harder than it used to be, but I've come with the goods today. Yeah. In the world of sport, I think, well, I'll start with you, Will. Yeah. Name the three most, probably the most famous sports people in the world right now. Keeping in mind, mm. I know what you're trying to do. You're you're building up hype to as who this celebrity could be, but yeah. I just named them before. <laughs> oh, have you already named them? I missed the. 
<laughs> you can bleep it, actually. Go back Look, in the edit, bleep what I said. How long ago did you say it? Oh, about a minute and a half. All right. Yeah. So, so people listening would have heard a bleep about a minute and a half ago. And why did they bleep? Why did, did they bleep? swear yeah. there? Yeah. It was a strange place to swear. And it's just, I've just realized we started this show talking about Radio Craft. <laughs> now we've... Peeking behind the curtain. Now yeah. we're we're right in the engine room now. Oh, I'm trying to build this interview up, Will. And oh. oh, it's not even a curtain. It's like a security door. <laughs> so the three most famous sports people in the world right currently, now. currently, I would say active sports people in the world right now. I would say uh, I'll I'll diversify my sports. I'll yep. say Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep. Not fat Ronaldo. No, not he, the fat Ronaldo we've had on before. He would have been at one point. At one point, yeah. During the World Cup of 2002-ish. Yep. Cristiano Ronaldo, mm-hmm. Roger Federer, and Tiger Woods. We have one of those on the show right now. I pre-recorded an interview with them. Wow. Mm. Tiger Woods. It's not Federer. No. And Ronaldo's no. busy. No. And Tiger's coming in town soon. So in terms of radio craft, Will, do you think we've built it up enough? Yeah, I think I'd be curious. I'd be like, how did you get Tiger Woods? Yeah. And red flags immediately rise because with this show, you never know if it's a serious interview or not. Yeah, and... The Ronaldo one was quite deep and hard hitting. You sort of, you realised he didn't have a massive sense of humour about the whole thing. So you had to go in deep and ask some serious questions. And I got 10 minutes with Mm. him. It was actually a bit of a one-on-one exclusive. And when we had Warnie, he was doing a round of interviews. We were face-to-face with Warnie. Yeah, and he walked out of here and told his manager it was the best interview of the morning. Exactly. But then we've had very silly interviews where we get a sentence in. You've had another one of them, haven't you? It was like someone on the red carpet. Uh, I think Lewis Hamilton. It was Lewis Hamilton. We've also had Lewis Hamilton on the show. That's right. Now, I don't know if this Tiger Woods uh, one is more of a warning uh, or think, if it's more of a Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, no, nah, it's more of a Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> this is the minute that millions around the world have waited for. Waited for years. Many doubted we'd ever see it. What's this? But here it is. Do you have an intro for your interview? The return to glory. We know he's good at golf. No, just, that's completely unnecessary. Was that a hype builder? I thought that was going to be That was Tiger big. winning the 2019 US Masters. I'm aware he's good at golf. I thought yeah. that was going to be really brief, yeah. <laughs> just to sort of set the tone. Play the interview with Tiger. I want to hear what you said to him. Hello, is that Tiger? <laughs> Hi, Tiger. It's, it's Michael here at Triple M in Melbourne. I'll, uh, I'll put you through to our into, uh, viewers oh. now. Thanks so much, Tiger, for your time. Really appreciate it. Oh. Beautiful. Thanks, Tiger. Oh, we didn't even hear Tiger. <laughs> oh. oh, do you want to hear my interview with Madonna? Hi, Madonna. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Madonna. That was, that was real. That was real audio from when I spoke to Tiger Woods on Friday. And you forgot the word interviewers. I'll put you through to the interviewers now. I, I didn't. I got oh. halfway through the word interviewers and realised it was a very strange word to use. We have three interviewers who will interview you. <laughs> well, I said that because it, I, I heard on the other side he'd just been told their names. So in my head, you could have just said the I guys. I didn't want to repeat it. And so he'd go, "Who's this idiot repeating someone else?" But then I've ended up with the word interviewers. So he said, "So it's Eddie, Will, and hmm. and Luke." Yeah, and you said, "Okay, I'll put you through, through to it. the." Interview the guys would have been fine. Just, yeah, the guys. Thanks, Tiger. I should have gone, guys. Go, Listen. go again. I want to hear you stumble. Hello, is that Tiger? 
Hi, Tiger. It's, it's Michael here at Triple M in Melbourne. I'll, uh, I'll put you through to our into, uh, viewers now. Thanks so much, Tiger, for your time. Really appreciate it. Beautiful. Thanks, Tiger. <laughs> so just to confirm, that was Tiger? <laughs> How many times are you going to say his name? Like you're going to forget it. <laughs> there you go, Will. Exclusive chat there from me and uh, Tiger Woods. Yeah, very nice Pretty... work. And again, we didn't hear Tiger at all, so you could have just recorded that in your car. You've just got to take my word for it. That was uh, it was no, well, but I it was an honour to speak to the great man. Five masters and yeah, I, no better sportsman in the world. Absolutely, I do believe. Now you've managed to find your Lewis Hamilton interview as well. I've got that here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I do want to hear that again. Lewis, Lewis, MJ here from Australia. Good luck on the weekend. Yeah. That was that was me in Singapore. Again, you can't that was, you can't was, hear the subject. It was at a, a Mercedes event in Singapore, and uh, just one me one on one with Lewis there. You can't hear Lewis. I remember Andrew Denton's interview series where he just yelled celebrities' <laughs> names at them. It's very successful. Didn't wait for their response. Didn't need one. <laughs> you just backed him that he was there. You got to believe people have got to have more trust in me when us. <laughs> it doesn't matter about the content, about the quality. All that matters is we got it. We got it. It's we in got, the can. It's in the can. Job's done. <laughs> Wipe my hands. Oh, excellent work. Now I was in Japan mm. recently, MJ. Wait, now recently, as in you got back on the weekend, didn't you? Got back on mm. Saturday morning. How was Japan? Very cool place. Have you been? No, no. Oh, it's cool. You should go. No, no. Oh. Um, so I was there. I've been there with mm. two footy players this year. I went earlier in the year with Shane Crawford. When you're working on the footy show. Which I believe was the, the penultimate episode mm. of the 25 oh, years really? of the footy show. <laughs> really? That's, so, <laughs> so unfortunately, no. just couldn't get Do you think that push management, <laughs> they've got enough's enough. Crawford in Japan, we don't need any more of this. <laughs> Is this where we're at? Money <laughs> Crawford in Japan. Sh- showing Ryan Reynolds photos of Nathan Buckley like... Do we really need hey, more of this? Was, that was great that content. Was, that was probably the highlight of the Comparing year. Pairing AFL mm. players with Pokemon. I yeah. Think. Actually, that <laughs> if, that, pretty... if that doesn't work, then... Yeah. Because Ryan Reynolds was doing a promotional interviews in Japan for, for, for Pic- De- Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually watched on the way to did Japan you? this now, time around. All right. Well, a quick movie review here. How did De- Detective Pikachu go? I think it was actually very good. It was a family fun adventure mm. and... The uh the the Pokemon came to life. They mm. were in three D, and I don't know. It was fine. I, I it was. On, oh, I didn't really get the 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 uh, the bad guys' yeah. motive. I mm. didn't really understand. Played by Bill Nye. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to watch it on a flight as well. It's a kind of movie that you'd only watch on a flight. Yeah, exactly. But then I was almost too embarrassed to put it on. Yeah, in case that's... people judge me for watching it. So I watched Crazy Rich Asians for the third time. <laughs> yeah, and everyone, no one judges that. No. Now, that's often a, f- a problem on flight. Yeah. I don't want people to know. Creeping on your screen. Yeah, that I'm watching. Detective something. Pikachu. <laughs> Detective Pikachu, but I didn't care. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was with Croft in Japan, mm. but that was only for about 36 hours. Yeah. That was a rapid turnaround, that one. Mm. Um, and then this time I've gone with Brendan Favola for so, the uh, Fox FM Brecky show. For the Fox FM show. Yep. And... We were there for a week, mm. and Tokyo is a nuts place. It's, it's just everything's tiny, everything's really full. Would you would you be the tallest person there? I would have been in the top ten percent. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, it's a it's a short country. A lot mm. of doors, a lot of ducking, a lot of light fixtures that you got to yeah just be wary of. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably the highlight of the trip. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Go to uh, Fifi Fevin Byron's uh, socials if you want to see Brennan Favola take on a sumo. I'm pretty sure the Herald Sun picked it up. I think they, they, it was very good content. <laughs> it 
and, and if you Fev's, think... Fev's heading in that direction in terms of like, <laughs> like when he got out of the jungle, he might not have been suited for this, but right now I... Out of the jungle, Fev hmm. looked playing weight. He did. And uh, now, it's safe to say he doesn't anymore. <laughs> now that's why he was such a good sport because at first glance... <laughs> <laughs> At very first glance, he left the like, whole. He left the whole proof song. It looks like there could be three three sumos. <laughs> it's like, one of which he doesn't look out of place, does he? Like a couple like, more waffle burgers. After a while, he looks out of place. If yeah, you, if you study it, yeah. <laughs> when you immediately pull just, the photo up, the brief. If you're scanning through your social media, like oh, there's three sumos. But he embraced that. He, he knows that he's not in his, his best yeah. ever. Nick, now, d- right. d- am I correct in saying that he did have a sponsorship with Light and Easy at some stage this year? Uh, Jenny Craig, Jenny Craig, okay. and from all reports, <laughs> he just fasted. I think he, it was a very unhealthy way to go about. Oh, it. He, okay. he lost a lot of weight. Mm. Yeah, he's a bit of a yo-yoer, okay. Fev. Yeah. But, um, yeah, gee, he's a good sport. I and used to work with him on Dead Set Legends. Oh, and, yeah, you've worked with Fev. Yeah. And he, geez, he, he kept um, hunky-dory across the road here in business. Yeah. Oh, Oof. that was... Oh, and then you've also worked... I've with, never seen someone eat as that many seafood sticks. But you've also worked with The Duck, who... Yeah. Petoni Pizza across the road. He used to go to Petoni's. He's basically... He's like a... He may as well be management now. He's that involved with Petoni Pizza. Is he? I've, oh, have you not seen him put away... I've, he, I went over there when I was yeah. doing footy and I went over there and the guy's like, and so you've got one for Wayne Caddy? And I was like, yeah. how did you know that? I was like, he orders it every week. And really? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. No, I didn't know that. This is <laughs> but he, he keeps is this, his... Is this interesting? <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's not interesting for me. I, I don't know. Some people yeah. wouldn't know the eating habits of ex-footballers. <laughs> Wayne Caddy, the second greatest player of all time. Yeah. So anyway, Fev... Behind Brody Grant. Fev took on a sumo. Mm. And this room, it was... We realized after a while, oh, almost immediately, actually, when mm. we walked in, I was like, oh, this isn't a, an official sumo ring. It was just So like how a, do you go about tracking down a sumo? Well, that was in. it. It was just like a, a a demonstration sort of place. It was like oh, a tourism okay. thing where you come in yeah. and then they offer you like a big, you know, one of those blow up fat suits. Oh, can, yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> do you want to take on a sumo? Oh, That's me okay. doing air quotes, but yeah, for yeah. the listening audience. And Fev was obviously going, well, no, I've got that. I've got the suit covered. Well, yeah, well, mm. they, they showed him the thing. He's like, no, 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 give me a, give me one of the- The G-banger the, things. Give me a thong. Yeah. And they've wrapped him up in that. Mm. And then the first fight, because there's no room. The, the, the idea of sumo is that you meant to throw people out of the circle. Yeah. But there's no room for that in this area. No, it was a tiny little yeah. space. It's just for the, the two sumos to demonstrate how it's done. And then Fev, once he's realized, oh- the sumo's realized this guy's actually putting up a fight. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's had to find a way to not, you know, throw him into the crowd. And yeah. it became quite... So the comp- like the competitiveness, because in that video, it looks like yeah. it got more heated than what the sumo was expecting. Absolutely. Or well, in the first fight, the sumo's yeah. like waving to the crowd and doing all his normal, like, yeah. like a bad guy in WWE, just yeah. sort of like <laughs> pretending that he's got it covered and like he's... Tr- yeah. But then he's got... Like Rocky Balboa when he takes on Hulk Hogan. It- yeah, yeah, exactly. At the start of Rocky yeah, 3. It's like yeah. that. Mm. But then he's realized, oh no, this guy's actually He's not trying. pretending. And, and this guy's fair dinkum too, because yeah. Fev's an athlete. Yeah. Fev is a powerful man. Mm. So Fev actually took it to the sumo, and then they had one more go, and he's like, oh no, I'll, I'll, the sumo said, I'll take on Fev, I'll do this. Yeah. And so the second fight's legitimate, and they get into such a tussle that they are thrown to the ground, and they put a hole in the wall. I saw that. And the windows above that, mm. you know those Japanese windows? Yeah. They literally have paper. Yeah. So if they had 
not fallen to the ground and they lost their footing. Yeah. Both of them could have ended up on the street. We're on the third level of this building. Oh, and that wall was... So that wall it was a three... It was paper. There was a drop on the other side of that wall. It was basically a drop to the street, yeah. <laughs> so the headlines could have been a lot worse. Imagine Fev killed by... He does know how to create a headline, Fev, but... Brendan Favola killed by sumo wrestler in Japan. And you know what? I reckon that's how he'd love to that, go out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't think where's a dildo at Federation Square could be beaten, but what a way to go. If that's how you're going to go, then so be it. He died doing what he loved. <laughs> now, Will, I've got a new idea uh, or a new name for this show. Oh, I thought you had a magazine and a yeah. new idea. No, no yeah. it was a new name for this show. Is this interesting? <laughs> Because you asked it in the last segment. I've got no idea if it was or not. How about every it five minutes, yeah. we just ask that. Yeah, is this interesting? And then we can <laughs> take a good hard look at ourselves. I, f- I feel like we have a bad gauge for it. So <laughs> maybe we're not the people to... We, that's why we need a producer. We, we need do. someone out the window we can just look at and just and just mouth. Is, is, is this interesting <laughs> or not? <laughs> a lot of head shaking would be happening. Now, do you think chatting about sports bets is interesting? We haven't been on air since uh, that all unfolded, which I think... Now, Look, no, I know for a fact this mm. is interesting. Now, for those who aren't across the story, back in May, yep, we rose the issue on this show and we interviewed a lawyer from uh, Gordon Legal. Yep. We had multiple legal firms looking into it for us. And we, well, long story short is that there was a bet that Sportsbet cancelled yep. that it turns out a lot of people were on. Um, Sportsbet cancelled it before the weekend. It was a multi-bet with... Uh, whether a player in any specific game across the weekend's games would or wouldn't get above 40 touches. It turns out that no player in this week, no player in any game across the weekend got 40 touches. So the multi-bet um, amplified all the odds so that you were, yep. it was about 120 to 1 once you put the nine games together that no player would uh, get above 40 touches. Now, sports so what bet, did we work out? It was 120 to 1 and it should have been closer to 20. It should have been closer to about 10 to 1. 10 to 1. So, yeah. so it was a thing that was somewhat likely to happen. Yeah. Paying ridiculous odds. Ridiculous odds. So there was around, people think around 2,000, 3,000 people on this bet. I was one of them. I only had $8 on. Yeah, we should we should clear that up. That's why you are so passionate. <laughs> You're very <laughs> invested. You can hear was, it in your voice. I wasn't. I was doing it for the people, Will. It wasn't just about me. <laughs> your financial windfall was just no. a byproduct. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of... <laughs> You know, we had Aaron Brockovich on the hot breakfast a few weeks ago, and I felt like there was lots of similarities between me yeah. and her. Did you chat to her, by the way? Uh, not really, no. Yeah, that would have been a good get. Aaron Brockovich. Hi, Aaron. Yes. <laughs> You're on soon. I'll, I'll put you through the interviewers. <laughs> yeah. I'll put the interviewers. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm Daryl Kerrigan for a more local sort of. Yeah. That, that's, that's how I sort of see my role in the whole thing, where I stood up for the little guy. And you, because you drove the legal process as well. I did. Well, I put the pressure on the Northern Territory Gambling Commission where sports bet is registered. And we had calls yep. in with them yep. saying that we're very interested in the outcome of this case. And it's taken them a long time to come to an outcome. And against all odds, I thought it was never going to happen. Yeah. But the Northern Territory Gambling Commission have gone, no, the punters are right here. Sports bet stuffed up and they've had to pay out all these bets to the tune of around $9 million. Oh my God. So Is I had that a, high? I had a bloke on Twitter um, contact me as this was unfolding back in May. He's had 55K dropped into the account. Because of you? Yeah. Well, well, I don't want to take all of them. You think yeah. he'd throw you a bone? Yeah. No. Because <laughs> you didn't get that much, did you? Oh, about a thousand. Like that's but better great than money. But yeah. Jeez. Better than nothing. Um, but yeah, I had, I had mates of mine that won more than that. But anyway, uh, it made page three of the Herald Sun, this story. 
Oh, when? Uh, in the week, that, the day after the sports bet paid out. Was I in Tokyo for it, do you think? I think you might have been, yeah. I've, I have not yeah, seen yeah. any of this. So, no, it was in the paper. Did, made... they, did they reference our podcast? No, they didn't, unfortunately. No. We, oh, haven't, got, we haven't got the recognition Main, that we deserve. News. Yeah. Ever since they, they published our name when we interviewed the cheese platter guy. Yeah. And they've just given under, us nothing ever since. Under duress, mind you. Yeah. yeah. We made yeah. them do that, it actually. bugged them. Oh, yeah. And I think I gave them the co- guy's contact number. Yeah, and he got a, he to got get a, a credit. He got a full page spread. Remember? Yeah, he <laughs> did. And they didn't give us credit. In the, actually, the Herald now Sun. you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, now you mentioned. Remember it. we called them Herald Scum. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's all coming back now. That's probably why you didn't get a shout out yeah. this time around. Um, and so anyway, yeah. So um, if anyone has any other legal issues they want uh, solved, yep. just get in touch with me because I'm willing to take on the big guys. Yeah, and the big guys are not fans of yours. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Will and MJ's. Serious news. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious news. Today's serious news, Will, we're going all the way to North Carolina. Actually, South Carolina. I find that a lot of these are US-based. All in that southern area as well. Yep. Like Florida, you know, always delivers above average for weird content. Yep. Um, but this is un- all unfolded at McDonald's in South Carolina. Yep. Um, where he, a man went for a sweet tea, um, and had got this sweet tea and ended up as I quote, high as a kite. Oh, the Island packet reports Parish Brown went to a McDonald's on Hilton Head Island. Pa- so he's like a religious man. No, that's his first name. I think Parish, Parish Brown. Parish. But, oh Is, no, no. That's what you call like the, the local parish because it's like a community. Oh, or is okay. that just his name? I think that's his name. Is is the lead is the lead character in Jumanji called Parish? Um, well, Par- Can- I thought a Parish was a um, a small administrative district, typically having its own church and a priest or pastor. Okay. Can you look at up the name of the main character in Jumanji? Yes. I'll f- read the story. You update keep, keep, that. Keep going. I'll, I'll I'll actively listen. Thanks. The <laughs> the Island Packet reports Parish Brown went to a McDonald's on Hilton Head Island and placed an order for a ten piece chicken McNuggets, a double cheeseburger and sweet tea with light ice and extra lemon. Alan Parrish, you're correct. That's the Huckley character <laughs> Jumanji, right? played by Robin Williams. <laughs> Is that right? Okay, carry on. He's ordered <laughs> tea you. in, in <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> I don't know why that came to my head then, but Alan Parrish. <laughs> um, Brown said he now believes that the fast food restaurant work- workers thought extra lemon was a street name for marijuana. What? Yeah. So he literally wanted extra lemon. Y- yeah. And he said he found three bags of weed in his cup after drinking the beverage. Well, I was high and panicking and at work. So I called my dad, Brown told the news outlet. I didn't want to get in trouble for this. Um, Brown said he'd never had marijuana, so he didn't recognize the taste. I've never had a, I've never had weed a day in my life. So immediately after I started drinking it, I started to feel weird and it didn't taste like something I recognized the 24 year old Charleston man said. But. Wait. So he just said extra lemon, and then they've just filled his tea that with was, weed. That was code for... But who... Was he charged for that? <laughs> there's lots, there's lots was of... Was he wondering why his tea cost $80? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, they wouldn't just put weed in the... There's lots of holes in this story. I don't from, believe you. I don't believe you. And well, the other thing is... source here? But that is means... It, the onion? No, it's Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> okay, MJ. Yeah. Now, we're not the most avid supporters, watchers, or consumers of NRL 
no, content no. or the, the sport. And that's no slight on NRL. It's just that we're in Melbourne and... Just didn't grow up with it. Just didn't grow up with it, yeah. I, I actually did, but I, I just preferred footy. Mm. But there is another scandal. <laughs> They've had a big off-season, haven't they? <laughs> AFL scandals are always just pale in comparison to and, the league ones. And to be honest, we haven't had that many of late. They're, like there was, They're always petty. Yeah, like fill in. Yeah, that was probably the biggest scandal this year. Yeah. Or, or there's been drug stuff. Oh, yeah, a few of those. But, you know, that's just yeah. a, f- a few players up on the Gold Coast with... No, Willie Rioli's one. Also. Oh, Willie Rioli, yeah. Sam Murray as well, was he? Yeah, that was the year before. So that was a while ago Who got done for Coke? Oh, no, that was that Gold Coast defender. There, was yeah. Oh, I don't think we need to name names, do we? <laughs> just assume. He it's in the very, air up there. He wasn't the Gold very Coast. good. No. He wasn't a very good player. But no. now over in Bali... But Bali and NRL players is just a not mixing at the minute. It's a not, lethal combo. Not, not mixing. It's like boogie board bags and Bali don't mix anymore. Exactly. And at the minute, it's looking like NRL players just should stay on home soil. Yeah. Bali's not the place for them. Now you've been to Bali recently, and I think on the last recently. podcast you ran through some of the celebrities that you saw. I saw there. a lot of NRL players. Mm. I saw Robbie Farah. I, yeah. I don't know if he's still playing or not. But mm. um, recently, uh, Melbourne Storm player. Yeah. What's his name? Nelson uh, Asofa Solomona. Mm. He got a $15,000 fine for getting a wild brawl. Yeah, I saw that? the footage of that. Oh my God. It was like Rocky. It was. He, was, he, he is, looks like a dangerous yeah. man. I wouldn't yeah, have yeah. stepped into the middle of that. So he's got a no three way. game ban. Mm. Um, and then this week. Only three course, games? Yep. Okay. I've done some research. Mm. Brisbane Broncos star David Fafita yeah. is behind bars. Mm. No relation to Andrew Fafita. Oh, no. Who's the the player that people have helped, probably heard playing for New okay. South Wales in Origin? So un- Fafita! Yeah, so unrelated Fafita. That guy. But that guy actually has a twin brother called David, but ah, it's not this one. Not the same Fafita? No. Not a, so, is it a real, not a real common name, Fafita, is it? Or maybe it is up north. No, so I, maybe it is. Maybe it is mm. in the sport. Um, so In soccer, mate. Oh, that's FIFA. Yeah, no, that's FIFA. Yeah. So Fafita hit, mm. a, hit a security card. <laughs> And he's behind bars in Indonesia. Currently. Currently. As we speak. <laughs> to this very minute. Yeah. Um, so he's been in there for more than 24 hours. Mm. And uh, the 19-year-old is trying to come to a peace agreement with mm. Indonesian officials. And from all reports, he's, yeah. he's sincere and he's genuine. And I think he's going to get out. But at what point does the NRL just put their foot down? No, and say, at what point did a, did a fist land on a security guard? No, no, we'll just brush over that. It happens. <laughs> did he punch a security guard or not? Oh, no, he did. But uh, Irwan said, uh, he told Seven News, he, oh, he said, sorry, sorry, uh, adding that he believed Fafita was sincere. So I think every, all's well that's going to end well yeah. over there in Bali. Yeah. <laughs> we just thought we'd cover some uh, NRL news. Well, I've just, go- I've just Googled Will as you were talking. Yeah. Because I just wanted to get an understanding of... I was What I was actually trying to look at was how many NRL scandals have happened this off-season. Because it feels like yeah. we're getting coverage quite often that daily. NRL players are stuffing up. Yep. I've just found an article from news.com.au um, entitled, The 66 Scandals <laughs> in Four Years <laughs> from the NRL. <laughs> And that's just so, the top. This is that's the top sixty six. They've got a best of, not a top ten. <laughs> like Robbo's top fifty. Name a number, and I'll I'll read you out. What um, the scandal give me is. the thirty third best scandal of the last four years. <laughs> I take you back to May two thousand and sixteen. <laughs> On May two, 
The New Zealand Herald reported five players were stood down from an international test match for mixing prescription drugs with energy drinks oh, on that, a night You can't out. do that. You can't be doing that. What's number one? I don't... I can't yeah. think of the biggest scandal of the last. Uh, four unfortunately, years. they haven't. It's in uh, order of when it happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, they haven't ranked. Oh, I thought they'd rank them. Maybe we could okay. rank them. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a podcast. Yeah, that's a podcast. The top. I like that David well, Fafita. He probably doesn't even make the ten. I don't think he'd make the top sixty-six. He's David in an international Fafita. jail. <laughs> it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't crack the sixty-six. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Anyway, we've been uh, name, name another number. <laughs> yeah. uh, 51. 51. Let me scan down. August 2018. <laughs> yeah, just last year. In a podcast hosted by two UFC fighters, Cronulla Sharks teammates Josh Duggan and Andrew Fafita. Oh, the, 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 the is Fafita. that the good Fafita or yeah. the bad Fafita? Went on a swear-laden rant against a Sydney journalist. <laughs> the pair were handed an official warning by the club. Good one. That's a good I think that's a good scandal. It's a solid scandal. <laughs> Probably doesn't make the 50, but... No, not the top 50. <laughs> the, last, the top 66 scandals in the last four years. Oh, I love it. That's great content. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Enjoy. Bye.